Hello and welcome to Cavell Group's Cloud Conversations podcast. My name is Patrick Watson. I'm a senior analyst here at the Cavell Group. And today's episode of the podcast follows the conclusion of our CloudCom Summit event, which took place in London back on the 9th of March. The event covered a range of fascinating different topics across the communications landscape. And for today's episode of the podcast, I am joined by special guest, Joe Walsh, Director of Product Marketing at GoTo, who were one of the event's gold sponsors. How are you today, Joe? I'm great, Patrick. Uh, thanks very much for having me today. Looking forward to our chat over the next 10 minutes or so. No, ple- pleasure to have you on board. My first question was going to be, did you enjoy the event being back in person? It's been a while. I think I've only been yeah. to one or two in-person events in between. So did you enjoy being back? Yes, I did. It was it was good to be back in amongst um, our partners again and amongst potential uh, customers as well. It was it was a great event. It was, and I think to be honest, I think that was um, you could see that on the day there was great uh, enthusiasm for people to meet each other again, and there was a lot of chit chatting going on. There was always a constant noise level, you know, with people communicating and chatting to each other. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was great to get over to London again because obviously I haven't been there a huge amount of times um, for my base in Dublin over the last couple of years. And I always love a trip to, to, to London City. There's great energy about the place. And I think you kind of you, you have a bit more of a pep in your step when you're walking down the streets of London. So I very enjoyed it very much and uh, already looking forward to the next event. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was a really great event. And again, thanks to to GoTo for being uh, gold sponsors. It makes a big difference for for us in terms of being able to to bring these events to the service providers. So on the on the GoTo, Joe, I, j- I just wanted to mention. Obviously, not all of the listeners <clears throat> might be familiar with GoTo, although yes. products like GoToWebinar were industry leaders. But you've been in the industry for years, effect- effectively as as logged me in, and the rebrands happened. So I just wanted to to understand a bit more about that. Yeah, so we've been go-to since the 2nd of February. Um, for the 19 years uh, prior to that, we were logged me in. Um, and the change came about for two reasons, mainly, right? The first one, if we look a little bit inward, was um, we had amassed uh, a portfolio of 23 brands over the last 19 years. We've always been in the business of remote work and flexible work. It's in our DNA. We, we live and breathe it every day as an organization. Uh, and in the process of building up tools to help uh, our customers both connect their colleagues and their their customers to help them support their workers to help them secure their workers we, we'd amassed uh this suite of 23 brands and that posed challenges from a communication standpoint okay we've many customers that troop may have not even realized they were log me in customers they might have thought they were central customers or go to meeting customers or go to webinar customers and um that caused challenges in terms of communicating um our value proposition and how we could help our businesses it diluted our our, our spend in the market in terms of brand awareness and uh, we felt that from from a, a business standpoint that was something that we needed to rectify and that's been a big a big mission that we've been working on all internally over the last uh 12 months or so it was it was great to get to the second of february and and announced a new brand and our new our new mantra and a new mission and uh you know that was like kind of day one of the work and it continues now to work with our partners and work with our prospects and our customers and continue to continue our, our new brand portfolio our new mission and, and our reason for being in the market and we think you know despite being around for the last 19 years patrick there was like it was looking inwards at what we could do but then also looking outwards at the market and we feel our tools are more relevant now today than they ever have been in our 19 years history um if we look at the last two years if we sum it up in two three sentences it's been that employees love the ability 
to work flexibly. You know, they, they absolutely love that choice of working at home or working in the office and been able to manage their personal life more around their professional life. It's fundamentally giving people back time and it should come as no surprise to anybody. They don't want to give that back. They don't want to go back into commutes and go back into losing that hour a day just to get to a place where they can do the exact same work that they should be able to do uh, in the place that they've just left. So um, that flexible work revolution that we're experiencing at the moment is something that you know, many businesses are beginning to grapple with, particularly, particularly in the UK uh, and in markets like the US. It's the first time ever that over half the workforce will have flexible work um, offers them as part of their permanent working conditions. And that's creating this raft of new tech scenarios that IT teams need to cater for. You know, So people need to have a consistent work experience, whether they're at home or in the office. A lot of silly things. You see people when they're working from home can't do something simple like transfer a phone call. Right? Or they might even be able to receive or make calls on their corporate phone or they, you know, they, they're struggling with home Wi-Fi and they don't have uh, different access options into video conferencing calls or into audio conferencing calls. Um, and then many businesses also maybe not equipped with the right tools for when they're addressing large audiences, things like webinar tools and virtual events platforms, you know, becoming the norm day to day now and kind of trying to get by on a standard video conferencing license is maybe not the, the best way to do that. So yeah, it, we think it's a really timely moment for our rebrand, but from an internal standpoint with the business in terms of getting our message to the market, but also in terms of the market right now, where they're at and how our tools can help them with their challenges of enabling flexible work. So yeah, rebrand has been a, a big project for everybody and something we're really excited to get to where we are now and, and start telling the customers all about it. Well, I was, I was going to ask you next about, you, you know, your sort of thoughts using that 19 years experience of, of LogMeIn and all those subsidiaries now bought under the, the go-to umbrella about what you think some of those uh, key themes are within the cloud communications market, but I suppose that that drive to flexible working is is something we can't ignore. And I suppose when we're thinking from the perspective of service providers and and telcos and and partner organisations, it it creates a lot of opportunities effectively for service providers, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I think if we take what we've done with our brand, right, and our messaging, we've gone from, you know, a company with 23 different brands to one company with two products, right? Uh, Gut Resolve, which is all about uh, supporting workers that are working from multiple locations, both in the office and out in the field, and connecting those workers with each other and with their customers and suppliers and partners, right? And um, what we've done with our product set to bring that together is, as we've unified our messaging, we've unified all our products as well. Um, because what our partners will no doubt be living and breathing every day is the complexity that our customers and their customers are are dealing with right they've got a lot of tools a lot of different apps to toggle through but from an end user standpoint and from an it administrator standpoint that makes procuring more complicated can make procuring more expensive when you have multiple agreements in place with multiple vendors um and we're trying to simplify that experience simplify the experience for our partners and bringing that to customers and also for customers in terms of procuring and managing and using those tools as well so we think you know, a big trend in 2022 is going to be around consolidation around cleaning up you know a lot of what um to be fair to most it teams was stood up you know pretty much overnight 24 months ago for what we all thought was going to be a temporary a temporary uh, period of time maybe six to 12 weeks i don't think anybody could conflict that up no no i knew it was going right. to be 24 months before we got back to the office right and then what that prolonged period of time has done and the lasting impact it's had on the workforce right it's making permanent some of those changes that we made that were taught that we thought were temporary and it teams are trying to come to terms with that and create a permanent solution to allow them manage their businesses in the new ways that they're working and engaging with customers with their new expectations. So everything we're doing as a business 
is to help customers and our partners simplify uh, the procurement process, simplify the management process, and simplify the end user experience as well. And, and you mentioned GoToResolve and GoToConnect, which effectively are the, the sort of two product um, umbrellas. And you mentioned several times uh, in, in that answer there about IT. And one of the key differences, I think, between Goto and some of your industry competitors is that IT expertise. And, and one of the things that we've been seeing with our research at Cavell is the increasing sort of convergence of two worlds that were traditionally siloed. You had communications in one side and IT in the other side. That, that's not the case anymore. They're, they really are uh, interlinked completely. And, and I just wanted to understand, you know, why do you think that convergence of UCNC and, and IT is, is, is important? It's going to be important to service providers. Yeah, I think if we look at service providers, we look at where they can really kind of add a bit of value and differentiation to their customer base, right? It is about trying to simplify and make things a little bit easier, right? And the big challenges that we see customers having today is is twofold. It is around connecting uh, workers, right? And, and two out of three workers still say they find it more difficult to connect and communicate with both colleagues and customers when they're away from the office. So you need to bring all the uh, unified communication tools to the table to help solve for those problems, right? Then on the other side, we know eight out of 10 IT decision makers also say, well, it's much more difficult for me to support someone when they're not under the same roof. They're not within the four walls of the office. And we know we're not gonna go back to, well, most businesses won't go back to a place where that's the case every day, that people are in one place in one office and they can just pop up to the second floor to IT when something goes wrong. We've got people working uh, you know, hundreds of kilometers away in their homes. People have, have moved to different parts of the country to you know, take advantage of remote and flexible work. And if something doesn't work for them, you know, particularly if you're you know, a customer facing role and you're dealing with customer inquiries, or you're working in sales, if something doesn't work, immediately revenue gets hit because you can't make sales calls or immediately customer experience gets hit because you can't take customer queries and help um, customers troubleshoot problems. So when these people are in the field and something goes wrong, they need to be able to receive support from their IT teams there and then. And for a large amount of businesses, particularly the smaller businesses, they just don't have the right tools to do that. You know, the right remote access tools, the right remote support tools, been able to proactively managing and uh, and monitor endpoints that are in remote locations, creating a bit more visual engagement when they're supporting people and also managing the flow of all these different requests, right, through conversational ticketing. So there's all these tools that we've brought from um, all our remote support tools that we've amassed over the last 19 years into one go to resolve tool that we see a huge amount of value add for partners selling the UCC tools to sell these IT support and IT management tools that go with it because it's just become so more profound the impact of downtime for for workers because they're in many ways out in the wild out in their home office out in their own and if they can't get help there and then productivity takes takes a bigger hit than it did in the past so for for us we think it's a natural progression it's a natural step the way we're building and designing our tools is making it easier for people to supply and uh, both tools and services around um, IT management and support. Uh, and we think it's a great next step for many service providers to add on to their unified communications business, that IT management and support uh, capability as well. Yeah, and I suppose all of those those businesses on the, on the front line that are being supported by service providers and ultimately vendors through yourselves, through your partner networks, they're, they're having to make a real if, if you ignore the sort of technical side, they're having to make a real cultural cultural change to embrace flexible working 
and effectively they don't want to have to worry about the increased amount of you know potential technical problems so as a service provider being able to offer them some relief from that sort of uh, technical element is is going to be really important and, is it, and can have real value to a service provider proposition yeah completely and and for a lot of these challenges as well they're kind of simple things you know <laughs> that uh simple i'm thinking of your uh your uh uh your picnic um abbreviation for you know that the problems in the chair and, and and not in the computer right and i yeah, think the, the, the classic example <laughs> joe is me making a user error on this side it's very rarely the fault of the actual tech it normally comes yeah. down to the soft squishy bit in the computer and it's normally in it's a simple fix yeah right and it's it's a simple fix right it's it's a simple fix that you know someone with a bit of it now once they log on they can see what's going wrong they can fix it there and then right but without the right tools to do that that person might need to pack up their laptop pack up their bag head into an office somewhere the it person might have been working from home they need to pack up and go into the office to help solve those problems when it could be simple as a quick fix that could be done in a click of a button in under five minutes you know so making sure you have those tools that teams are empowered to do that you know, they're the simple things that a lot of businesses are getting wrong um, at the moment that makes a massive difference to the flexible work experience and the productivity of those employees out in the field and so I, I realize we talked about quite a lot of them but I, I wanted to understand a bit more about those emerging trends uh, and and key areas that you're talking to your service provider and, and telco partners about so so what are those conversations that you're having maybe preparing for the next 12 to 18 months yeah so first and foremost be consolidation right it is about you know taking all the tools i think on average you know nearly half of all businesses have three or more uc vendors deployed right so they're using like cisco for phones they're using go to meeting for video conferencing they're using microsoft for their messaging right and they've got a duplication of services they've got a duplication of licenses they've got you know costs that they don't need to be um to be spending on uh, they can simplify that they consolidate that they can make it an easier experience to manage and uh, uh, they can save a lot of money from uh, um, bundling and saving options as well, right? So we think consolidation is a pretty big thing. And we know nine out of 10 IT departments are consolidating this year. It is something that they're looking at. So consolidation is a, a big part of what's going to happen in, in, in 2022. Um, the next thing on top of that is really trying to establish that flexible work, right? Making sure you can support those workers in the field. Again, our research tells us, particularly in the SMB space, that over half of all of SMBs don't have those remote support and remote access tools available to them. That's crucial. I always use an example of my brother's got his own insurance brokerage. And at the start of the pandemic, I was, I was working in his office with him. It was just the two of us. Obviously, the, the office was closed to, to everybody else. And he had a lady who works in the city of Cork, which is about uh, three three uh, hour drive away from Dublin that works on his team and Mary was on to Dave my brother and, and my brother was like oh no Mary's having a problem with her laptop um, she's not gonna be able to get any work done and being a small business owner he wears multiple hats he's also the IT lead right yes. and he was going up I'm gonna have to drive down to um, I'm gonna have to drive down to Cork and uh, see what the problem is and that's like a six hour round trip for for my brother and I was like Dave if you um you know, there's tools out there that you can just log on to Mary's laptop from the office. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, look, do you know what? Go on to godassist.com. There's a seven day trial. And about two hours later, I just hear from his office. Oh my God, this tool is amazing. You just saved me a six hour round trip, right? So there's, 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 there's businesses out there making that six hour round trip when they don't have to and losing the productivity um, because of it. So we think definitely that you're going to see a huge amount of more focus on remote support tools, remote access tools, you know, helping people that um, are working remotely and also making it easier for IT teams to work remotely because they obviously want flexible work too. So for us, it's, it's consolidation, it's support, and 
not only consolidation from a complexity standpoint, but also from a cost standpoint. You know, IT workload has gone up. Thankfully, budgets have gone up to support that as well, but they need to be more efficient with their money. They need to go go further for them. So we see people looking to save where they can and and get past those temporary um, uh, those temporary infrastructure they put in place over the last 24 months and look at something more permanent and more efficient for, for where they find themselves today. And, and I suppose that trend is, I, I was thinking of it probably naively from the perspective of, oh, you've just got, you, you know, the team that was previously in the office are, are going to be working remotely. And as you said, that might be a, a few hours here and there. But one of the main benefits that business has been told of this, you know, globalization of the workforce and flexible work from anywhere is that it's massively expanded your talent pool in terms of recruiting. Mm. They don't need to be geographically close to you. But if you don't have this, the sort of technical support, the cultural support mechanisms in place, it's all very well hiring someone in, in California or in, in Ireland that's geographically far away from you. It's going to cause a real problem when it actually comes to the logistical day-to-day -day, uh, workflow. Yeah, it is. You know, there's, there's what I'd say, and this is, we've, we've got some new research coming out in the next couple of weeks as well. And one of the big things we're, we're taking from is that 2022 is very much, it's a trial and error year, right? It's where people are going away. There's, there's a whole lot of opportunity out there. There's a whole new way of doing work. For many people, it's the first time, right? They're going to go, is this right for my business? Is the right fit? Is it actually going to work for me to recruit someone in a different country or in a different part of of the country you're working in because you can now expand that talent pool and, and people are going to are going to um they're going to take a punt on some things right something's going to work it's going to be great they're going to experience this great new way of doing stuff and then other things are going to go oh uh, maybe that wasn't for me um i will be trying that again so yeah like i think 2022 is definitely going to be a year of firsts um new experiences for a lot of businesses as they try uh, a few different things and try and find what is the the, the optimal mix for them and their business uh, as they go through 2022 and into 2023 yeah, and I suppose that's it's the same for service providers and vendors in terms of uh, trying trying to assist those those end businesses. So, Joe, thanks so much uh, for joining us on the podcast today. Really appreciate having you on. That's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me, Patrick. No, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you again to coming on. And uh, if any of the listeners want any more information about GoTo, then you can find that on their website. That's at goto.com. And if you head to the resource section there. Uh, Joe was taking me through some of the information there and there's there's a lot to digest uh, that might be useful for service provider partners. That's it for today's podcast though. Thanks again to Joe for joining me and to GoTo for sponsoring the event. Until next time, it's goodbye from Cavell.